you are listening to Vault 76 Survival at Any Cost Podcast, Episode 1. And hello, my fellow Vault Dwellers, and welcome to SAAC Radio, where we keep you tuned into the happenings out in the wastelands. Welcome to our first ever episode of Vault 76 Survive at Any Cost. On today's episode, we're going to discuss some of the recent changes going on since our vault opened just a few short months ago. Our weekly show, in case you've never tuned in before, and you haven't because this is our first episode, is segmented into five distinct sections. First, we've got official news from Overthear Bethesda. Secondly, we've got responders and their contributions to the survivors in the wastelands. Three, we have communiques from the raiders. Fourth, we've got Rumors and Mysteries of the Wasteland. And five, our weekly build of choice for surviving in this new world. Now, we have a lot to cover this week, so let's jump right in with Overseer Bethesda's contributions. Note from the Overseer. On January 10th for PC players and tomorrow for console players, a new patch has rolled out that fixed a whole lot of issues for vault dwellers everywhere. Some of the most exciting things that you have all loved, including making the power armor light brighter, a broad range of stability fixes, reduction in carry weight of bobby pins from 0.1 pounds to 0.001 pounds, removing a known method of duping, the lever-action rifle now reloads correctly, adding legendary hunting rifles to the drop tables, as well as changing fireproof to reduce explosion and flame attack damage by percentages. Please note that we here at vault Tech are still working very hard to bring you some new and improved camp enhancements, and that we will continue to send out scouts into the surrounding lands to try and find more ways for you to help rebuild the world. This new, quote-unquote, content, as we are calling it here in-house, should be coming soon, most likely by the end of January. We appreciate your patience and hope that this shows you, our vault dwellers, that we here at Vault Tech are all committed to supporting you fully in your task of rebuilding America. Thank you, and God bless. Well, that was a very positive note from our overseer, wasn't it, folks? Having lived through this latest patch thing that the Vault Tech folks up high have rolled out to our Pip-Boys, I have to admit that I am fairly pleased with this latest update, as it has allowed me to bring you this new fantastic transmission, and I hope to see what's coming soon. Now, let's see what the responders have going on in the world. It looks like they've sent us in a letter this week by Special iBot Courier to share with us the information that they want to get out to all of you. Calling all responders! Today we want to recognize the efforts of some of our recent responder recruits freshly arrived from Vault 76 by presenting them with medals and recognition worthy of their continued efforts to rebuild, protect, and teach others to survive. Today we honor four of our fellow responders for going above and beyond for contributing to the community in a positive and lasting way, and for displaying the qualities of leadership and trust that we should all strive for. For these qualities and many more that we shall go into in the near future, we award the Bronze Bobblehead to you slash Misty Mista, 
He was our most recent addition to the awards announcement with a post on our internal networks, hereby called Reddit, about the best places he has found for scavenging amazing loot while also helping to lower the population of creatures hostile to the last of humanity. You, sir, are both a gentleman and a scholar. Links to his published work will be included below. Next is our second most recent edition by you slash Hopstar for creating an additional advanced responder training course that walks our more inexperienced survivors through a series of locations that are rich with edible and potable resources, as well as how to use them. Good job, Hopstar, and keep up the absolutely amazing work. Links to his training course are included with this letter as well. Our third gentleman, you slash Franks and Beans, has helped contribute to our growing community by creating our first ever expert level training course that details all of the many, many recipes available in our new world along with their perceived benefits. For most people, this would have been more than enough, but no, not for this particular responder. He also included locations in the wastelands where you can collect the many varied and esoteric materials for these very recipes. We salute you, Franks and Beans, and are very proud to present you with this bronze bobblehead. May your food never burn, your water always be clean, and the rad storms pass you by in the dark of the night. Links to his holotape with his training are included below. And last, but certainly not least, is our final recipient of the coveted bronze bobblehead, you slash confused switch. Much like Sir Franks and Beans, this responder has truly, truly outdone themselves with the first creation of a master level course, dealing with how fellow survivors can efficiently farm any plan or schematic for all the equipment that Vault-Tec is currently aware of being active in the West Virginia wasteland at this time. He has also continued to edit and update this master level training course as new information has become available. He has also been able to persevere through several instances of what we believe to be raiders who have infiltrated us trying to destroy or sabotage his work. Thank you, Confused Switch, for being a beacon of knowledge, trust, and leadership in these dark times. With people like you to lead the way, we shall surely triumph over the many trials and tribulations ahead. Links to the training are included below. This concludes this week's award announcements. Final note to all responders, remember to stand up for what's right, even when it seems hard or impossible to do. Because if we can't retain our humanity even in the face of impossible odds, then why have we bothered to survive at all? I want to give a big thanks to our responders contact for passing along this news and I will make sure connection details are shared in this radio transmission for anyone in the wastes with a Pip-Boy access so that they can get it on their Reddit app. Next up, we have news from the Raider Camps. The Raider Camps are a little hard to get in touch with, so bear with me here, folks. They appeared to have sent me a box with the head of a Scorch Beast inside with a note stapled to its forehead stating that they would do anatomically impossible things to anyone crossing into their territory without their permission. Hmm. Not very helpful, but worry not, dear listeners. You see, I have a little birdie inside the raider encampments who sells me information for, um, medicinal compounds. This week he smuggled a note down to me detailing several of the raider's current favorite tactics, which I will now read off for you. 
Yo, Radio Dude, that last batch of Redacted was so groovy, man. Because you definitely delivered, and also because I want way more next time, I'm sending you two of the best tips about our goings-on, brother man. Those damn Trapper Maniacs are getting tricky. They found a way to force their way past that Vault-Tec slap damage PvP inhibitor thing that the Pit-Boys have on all of us survivors. By using weapons that have so much boom-boom-pew-pew pew, that they can completely disintegrate the poor redacted before they even redacted their pants in fear. But spread the word that they came across some randed redacted, mother redacted, red-haired dog redacted, 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 and the wastes who was walking, rocking some pretty sweet gear that protected him from their boom-boom-pew-pew. Pew. So, we sent Alicia down to get him drunk. She came back with his pit boy in his armor so we could see what the deal was. But don't worry, little boy Blue, she let him go for, uh, reasons. We're not gonna go into that. But we checked out his stuff and we saw he was rocking a mod in his marine armor that we are calling a dense mod. You see, this stuff was absorbing and spreading out the force of the blast, greatly reducing the damage of our boom boom pew pew. He also had some kind of mutation, according to his pit boy Something of a, apparently they call it a build? called Fireproof Rank 3 that was increasing how much damage he was able to absorb from our boom boom pew pew. So spread the word to your folks. Let them know that we're onto this particular trick, but if they want to use it to protect themselves from the boom boom, it'll work a little bit longer. But don't worry, we got some other tricks coming up anyways. <laughs> now, the second trick I wanted to let you know about, Mr. Radio Man, is for all those wankers who think they can just take over our workshops and get off scot-free. Oh, you think you're so smart, turning on your little pacifier mode, capturing our workshops, stealing our resources, and then going on your merry way? Well, redacted. That you put redacted. We captured some of your pit boys and can track you on the map now, so that what we do is this. First, we look and see where you're at on the map. Then we start the capture process on the workshop terminal. And then, while you're distracted, we fast travel to your location, which still leaves you flagged through PvP with us. But get this, you can't hurt us because you still have the pacifier turned on. <laughs> we then proceed to murder and eat you while taking your caps until you either head back to the vault and give up for a while, or until we just get bored. Moral of the story, don't mess with our workshops, unless you're ready for the consequences, and turn off your redacted pacifier mode. We dare you to. No, really, we dare you. And that's the end of the Raider Camp's contribution to our broadcast. Man, those guys are a bunch of tools, but hey, at least we have an inside man to feed us information on how to overcome, right? Our fourth segment, Rumors and Mysteries of the Wastelands, is kind of our catch-all for all the stuff people are talking about in bars and across commo channels all over the waste that's interesting but that I don't really have any current way to confirm or deny as being true. So we're going to dive into a couple of those now. Looks like this week we've seen quite a bit of chatter back and forth about people abusing the Vault-Tec technologies to rebuild the world. But instead of them actually rebuilding things, they're just creating mass duplicates of garbage stuff that they don't need anyways. But that's okay, folks, because apparently Vault-Tec has caught on to them. And what they're doing is permanently killing them off. That's right, folks. They've instituted what Vault-Tec knows as a ban. Now, we, again, we can't confirm that this is actually happening, but let me explain. 
A ban for all you vault dwellers, if you're not aware of what that is, is when you do something so bad that Vault Tech removes your DNA from the cloning respawning device and then has assassins go out and murder you in your sleep. That's right, folks. Permadeath. No pressing respawn. No coming back from that. So remember, folks, don't be tool bags. Don't dupe. Now, the second part of the information that we have is that apparently some other bags of tools have been getting into a supposedly mythical stash of Vault Tech gear. Who knows why they created it or why they left it out where people could get at it, but apparently it was called a Dev Room. Now, originally people found it and were getting into it by uh, using their Pip-Boy uh, glitches with it, and apparently they moved it somehow. Now, after they moved it, they apparently had people who were using uh, illegal devices on their Pip-Boys to get into it again, and they've chosen to go ahead and ban these guys as well. I don't know if this is actually true. I, all I can say is that I really hope so, because I really want those tool bags to die. Also, we've been hearing rumors and reports that after the latest Pip-Boy update on January 10th, that there are suddenly some new bugs springing up in the usage of our systems, such as double loading screens, new kinds of crashes, uh, people losing all sound after fast traveling, and apparently this patch somehow not only affected the Pip-Boy, but it also caused an error with the monorail elevator system preventing people from using it to get to the higher floors. Interesting, right? I'm sure vault technicians are already working hard on rooting this all out for the next Pip-Boy update, but stay tuned for next week's broadcast for further details. That's all we really have of any substance for the rumor mill this week, but with luck we might have more, even more next week. Now our final segment for this week's broadcast is about, the, is about how to use your experiences in the wasteland to shape your growth through your Pip-Boy. We commonly call these builds. And it's a combination of the experience from your trials, continued training that you're putting yourself through in order to further hone your skills, and small mutations that are being guided along by your Pip-Boy, as well as unstable mutations that you take from the wasteland, such as one that the vault Tech technicians have taken to calling Talons, which allows you to increase your damage output greatly when using unarmed weapons and cause bleeding upon anybody that you hit. Now, this week we're gonna talk about a build that was posted on an internal database on the Pip-Boy called falloutbuilds.com and the build name that you can search for is Dangerous Solo Damage Two-Handed Melee or you can, just click, you can just click the link below that's being included in this transmission. We won't go too deeply into it except to explain that the person who created this is a truly dangerous master of the wastelands, and to thank him, also please don't kill me, for being such a kind and generous person, also please don't kill me. We also highly recommend that you give this build a try, and then come be my bodyguard here at the station so he doesn't come kill me. Well, that's all we have time for on tonight's broadcast, folks, as my fusion cores that's powering all this recording equipment is apparently just about dead. So remember, stay safe. Stay alive, and as always, keep your ears to the airwaves here on SAC Radio.